Welcome to the Sermon Podcast of First Christian Church, Disciples of Christ of St. Paul, located in Matamidi, Minnesota. We are a suburban congregation united in Christ and grounded in the values of diversity, solidarity, and witness. You can learn more about us by going to fccstpaul.org. Here is this week's sermon. Our text for today comes from the Gospel of Matthew, the 22nd chapter, verses 15 through 22. Then the Pharisees met together to find a way to trap Jesus in his words. They sent their disciples, along with the supporters of Herod, to to him. Teacher, they said, we know that you are genuine and that you teach God's way as it really is. We know that you are not swayed by others' opinions because you don't show favoritism. So tell us, what do you think? Does the law allow people to pay taxes to Caesar or not? Knowing their evil motives, Jesus replied, why do you test me, hypocrites? Show me the coin you used to pay for the t- with the tax. And they brought him a denarian. Whose image and inscription is this? He said, Caesar's, they replied. Then he said, give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar and give to God what belongs to God. When they heard this, they were astonished and they departed. This is the word of God for all the people of God. Thanks be to God, amen. Over the last month or so, I've noticed something. Something that is coming actually a lot earlier than I expected it to be. A lot of people are taking pictures and they are posting those pictures of themselves on Facebook. And they all have one thing in common. They all have usually a sticker, or sometimes it's a button that says this, I voted. With the advent of early voting, people are voting far, far earlier than ever before. In in some cases, two months before election day. Now, people like to wear these stickers, which are usually given out on election day and will be given out on election day this year, to kind of say who they voted for without actually saying who they voted for. But more importantly, it's also a way of saying that they took part in the civic process. The interesting thing right now is that at this point, and we're still about three weeks out from Election Day, nearly 20 million people have already voted, which means there are a lot of people wearing those stickers out already. Now, voting is what makes you part, is part of what makes you a citizen of a nation. 
voting, especially here in the United States, has always been something that is, has been an important issue for us because, of course, so many different populations weren't able to vote. It was only a century ago that women were granted the right to vote. And even though African Americans, my ancestors, were given the right to vote in the aftermath of the Civil War, Jim Crow made it still very difficult, especially in the South, for African Americans to express their views. It wasn't until the passage of the Voting Rights Act in 1965 that African Americans were able to vote, mostly unencumbered. Voting is something that a citizen does. If you're a citizen of a country, then you should vote. This is part of what it means to be a citizen in these United States. But the thing is, is that we are not just Americans. We also are Christians. We claim that Jesus Christ is Lord. And when we say that Jesus Christ is Lord, we're saying that Christ is over all the leaders of this world, whether they are elected or not. So that leaves us with a dilemma. What does it mean to be a citizen of a nation and a Christian? And can you balance the two? And how do we claim that Jesus is Lord while yet supporting someone for president? The Pharisees and the Herodians, these were two very interesting groups. They were both in some way dealing with how to live with the Roman occupiers. The Pharisees were kind of split. There were some that were very staunchly against the Roman occupation and made that very clear. And then there were those that decided to live and let live. Now the Herodians, or as it says in our scripture, the supporters of Herod, is pretty self-explanatory. These were people, religious leaders, that decided to support King Herod. Herod, and there were actually several King Herods, was basically the puppet ruler from Rome. Rome installed this person as king to rule over Israel. And the Herodians were the ones that decided to be all in, to support the Roman Empire as much as they can. So these two groups don't have anything in common, really, except one thing. They don't like Jesus. So they come up with a plan. They came to Jesus employing some sweet talk and asking Jesus a question. Is it lawful to pay taxes to the emperor or not? This was such a good plan. I mean, if he said that they shouldn't pay the tax, then that would get up to Rome and Rome would be very angry. And if he said that they should pay the tax, all of the people who are following him will consider him a sellout. 
This was perfect. A perfect, perfect plan. Until Jesus asked for a coin. He shows the religious leaders up by pointing out what is on that coin. And what's on that coin are two things. One is an image, and that is the image of the current emperor of the Roman Empire, Tiberius. And if you flip it over, it says basically in Latin that this person, this ruler, Tiberius, is a god. And that was a problem because the Jewish law always said that you would not worship any other gods before God, and you would definitely not worship any graven idols. The minute that that coin was produced, that the game was over. The elaborate trap that seemed so great, so perfect, in the end felt like a trap created by Wiley e. Coyote. You know the type, the trap that gets you and not Jesus. One of the things that got the early church in trouble was the fact in the simple claim that Jesus Christ was Lord. That was bothersome because in saying that Jesus was Lord, it meant that Caesar, the leader of the Roman Empire, was not. Rome didn't really have a problem with their subjugated people worshiping other gods. They were cool with that. But they wanted one thing, that you treat the emperor as a god and he gets worshiped first. The church, though, was not interested in making a compromise. Today, we aren't that different from the Pharisees. Now, we're not running around trying to trap Jesus. We are always caught between these different loyalties, our nation and our God. Now, Jesus never says, down with Caesar. He doesn't, he's not trying to foment a revolution against the Roman Empire. What Jesus is simply saying is that if there are taxes to be paid, go ahead and pay them. In some way, I don't think he even really cared that the taxes were paid or not. What he cared about was what they were doing when it comes to serving God. In some versions of the Bible, Jesus says, render unto Caesar what is Caesar's and unto God what is God's. And the word render in Greek is apodidomi, and it means to give away for one's own profit what is one's own. So Jesus was saying that if you're going to give to God, you need to give everything. There are no halfsies. And in fact, Jesus was saying more. Jesus was saying you can give everything to Caesar or everything to God, but you got to pick one. So yes, you can pay your tax, but you have to choose who is Lord. And then you have to give everything to them. In the coming weeks, 
I'm working with the tre church treasurer, Beth Hamilton, and we will be sending out letters to all of you to ask what you plan to give in 2021. Now, stewardship is always a challenge because stewardship basically makes people feel like all the pastor's doing is talking about money and asking you, asking them to give you money. And stewardship is about money. I will be honest. But stewardship is also about discipleship. It is about showing who is Lord in your life and who are we giving our all. So is Jesus our Lord of the text of the checkbook? And when it comes to our worship series that we have been doing all this fall, the church has left the building. Are we giving our all to our neighbors? The neighbors where this church is located, near where this church is located, but also the places where we live. Jesus is calling us to follow him with our whole selves. And Jesus is not interested in, want, in playing divided loyalties. Pay taxes to Caesar. And yes, we can and must vote. But when it comes to who comes first in our lives, it has to be the one who is on the road to the cross, the one who is our Savior. Jesus Christ is Lord. Thanks be to God. Amen. We hope today's sermon podcast was nourishment to your soul. If you'd like to know more about First Christian Church of St. Paul, please visit our website at fccstpaul.org. That's F-C-C-S-A-I-N-T-P-A-U-L.org. May God be with you in the coming week.